Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for those who have joined us for this week's podcast. We continue to pray for peace in the Ukraine. We pray the blood of Jesus over carpal tunnel syndrome. We pray that your word will go forth. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do in the name of the wonderful counselor, Jesus Christ. Amen. We continue our series, Betrayal in the Bible. And last week, David was on the run from his son, Absalom, who had made himself king. But David left 10 women, his concubines, to watch over the house in 2 Samuel 2, verses 15 and 16. One of David's closest advisors was Ahithophel, and he betrayed David by switching sides and advising Absalom in 2 Samuel 15, 31. But Absalom also sought advice from Hushai, the person the Lord had used to defeat the good advice of Ahithophel. In 2 Samuel 16, verses 20 through 23, here is the counsel Absalom received from Ahithophel. Go in to your father's concubines. Now this was an act of treason that would take Absalom past the point of no return. My friends, be careful when you seek advice from others. In this case, Ahithophel was known for giving godly advice, but he had a devious reason for advising Absalom to pitch a tent on the top of the house and sleep with David's concubines. Why? Well, perhaps here's the reason. Ahithophel was the grandfather of Bathsheba. In 2 Samuel 11, verse 3, it tells us that Bathsheba's father was Iliam, one of David's mighty men, along with Uriah, Bathsheba's husband. Now, you can read about David's mighty man in 2 Samuel 23, verses 34 through 39. Perhaps Ahithophel was paying David back for sleeping with Bathsheba. Absalom's army met David's army in 2 Samuel 18, verses 4 through 8, and David gave his commanders orders not to harm Absalom. But as Absalom was fleeing, his hair got caught in the limbs of a tree, and as he hung, Joab, the commander of David's army, betrayed David's orders and killed Absalom. Read about it in 2 Samuel 18, verses 9 through 15. My comrades for Christ, in the book of Numbers, there are seven rebellious betrayals of Moses, and each rebellion ended badly. As soon as the Israelites left Mount Sinai to make their way to the Promised Land, they began to complain. Folks, we live in an age that is me, 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 and more, more, more. It's an instant gratification generation. Sometimes our gratitude to God takes second place behind our complaining to God. Numbers 11 and 1 says, The people complained, and the Lord heard it, and his anger was aroused. So the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed some in the outskirts of the camp. My friends, if the Lord sent down fire on us every time we complained, there would be nobody left. Numbers 11 and 4 describes the group of non-Israelites who started to complain about not having meat. And once they started to bemoan the fact that they had only manna to eat, the rest of the camp of Israelites joined in. This rebellion resulted in the Lord sending quail for them to eat, and while they were eating, the Lord sent a plague, killing those who protested the lack of meat. 
Now you would think that after fire and a plague, the Israelites would learn their lesson. No, not so. As Aaron and Miriam, the brother and sister of Moses, grumbled against the wife of Moses, who was an Ethiopian. When you read Numbers chapter 12, you also see that they challenged the communications between the Lord and Moses, and the Lord heard it. My brothers and sisters, just in case you didn't know, the Lord hears everything. The Lord sees everything, and the Lord knows everything. The punishment for Miriam's betrayal is found in Numbers 12 and 10, and Miriam became a leper. Immediately, both Moses and Aaron prayed for her to be healed. The Lord answered their prayers, and Miriam only had leprosy seven days. Folks, it is not prudent to challenge the anointed man of God. In Numbers chapter 13, Moses sends 12 spies to bring back a report about Canaan, the promised land. Ten of the spies brought back a negative report. God had the Israelites ready to go in and possess the land, but ten people stopped an entire nation and thus betrayed the people. My Christian friends, when God selects you, equips you, and has you ready to go, you must go or face the consequences of your unbelief. The ramification of not trusting God fell on the entire nation, and in Numbers chapter 14, God promised that only two people over the age of 21 would see the promised land. Those two would be Joshua and Caleb, two of the twelve spies that brought back a positive report. The next rebellion is found in Numbers 16 verses 1 through 3. As Korah, one of the Levites, gathered 250 men to betray Moses by attempting to take away some of his power. My friends, pastors must deal with modern-day chorus from time to time, but in this narrative, God deals with the rebels for betraying him. The end came swiftly for Korah as God opened up the earth and the tents of Korah, his two accomplices, and their families were swallowed up and then God closed up the earth. You find that in Numbers 16 verses 28 through 35. Then God sent fire to consume the other 250 men. The next day, number 16, verses 41 through 50, records that the congregation of the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron, saying, You have killed the people of the Lord. Now, friends, evidently the children of Israel were not very bright. By this time, they should have picked up on the pattern that when you betray the Lord, Moses or Aaron, you die. The Lord sent another plague that killed 14,700 people, not including Korah and his followers. In Numbers 20, verses 2 through 13, the people complained because they had no water. But this betrayal by the people led to Moses' betrayal of the Lord. Moses was instructed to speak to the rock in Numbers 20, verses 8, and water will come out of the rock. But Moses, in his anger at the people, struck the rock twice. His unfaithfulness for not obeying God cost him the opportunity to lead the assembly into the promised land. My brothers and sisters, teachers and leaders are judged by a stricter standard by God, not by man. In Numbers 21 verses 4 and 5, the people become discouraged and spoke against God and Moses. This betrayal was met with fiery serpents sent from God. Many would die because they had no faith. Friends, God has brought each and every one of us through difficult situations. Yet, when the next storm of life comes at us, we quickly forget what he has done for us in the past. We question why this is happening to us now instead of remembering how he has brought us through. 
My friends, in 2 Kings chapter 19, verses 35 through 37, King Sennacherib was defeated by the angel of the Lord, killing 185,000 Assyrians. When the king returned to Nineveh, his two sons betrayed him at his temple as he was worshiping and killed him. Here again, we see family members betraying family members. In 2 Chronicles 28 and 3, King Ahaz betrayed his own children by offering them as sacrifices, burning them alive. In 2 Samuel 17 verse 25, Amasa is made captain of Absalom's army. He was the cousin of Joab, the captain of David's army. After David's army restored power, David made Amasa captain over his army. Find that in 2 Samuel 19.13. Of course, this did not sit well with Joab, and the betrayal of his cousin is found in 2 Samuel 20, verse 9 through 12. Listen to how Joab got his old job back. Then Joab said to Amasa, Are you in health, my brother? Then Joab took Amasa by the beard with his right hand to kiss him. But Amasa did not notice the sword that was in Joab's hand. He struck him, and he died. Joab was treacherous as he killed others in the same manner. Abner was King Saul's commander-in-chief, and when Saul was killed in battle, Abner made Saul's son king over Israel, but Judah backed David as king. There was war between Israel and Judah, with David's men coming out of it the victors. Ashahel, the brother of Joab, chased Abner and caught him, but Abner killed Ashahel in self-defense. Read the narrative in 2 Samuel 2nd chapter. In 2 Samuel 3.21, David and Abner made peace, and Abner left in peace. But Joab sent messengers after Abner, asking him to return. In 2 Samuel 3, verses 26-27, Joab killed Abner by taking him to a private room as if he was going to talk to him, and killed him to avenge his brother's death. Folks, today's message is about so much more than betrayal. It is about power and the sin that makes people grasp the power that God has anointed others to have. Each time a pastor has to deal with a power-hungry deacon or a member or associate minister, that person is saying that they have been called to pastor the church when, in reality, they have not. The Bible teaches that the person God has placed in charge is in charge until further notice. God may not deal with today's rebels the way he used to, but he will deal with them. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your faithfulness. Forgive us for our unbelief, our unfaithfulness, our rebellion, and our hard-heartedness, and any other sin that you find in us. In the name of the Lord from heaven, Jesus Christ, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.